Okay, good morning everybody. Good morning. Happy to see you all. So, sometimes when we think about this life, we feel sad. I feel sad sometimes. That's normal human nature. I want to live long. We all want to live long, but this life is very short. We see so many people born into this world and also in front of our eyes we can see so many people die. So this life is, a, is not a very long experience. It's very short. Very rarely we see somebody is 100 years old and 105 years old. Or mo most probably we live less than 100 years. That means very short, right? So in this short pe period of time, we have to figure out so many things. Uh, we have so many plans. We have so many expectations. We have to study. Uh, we have to find a job. Uh, we have to marry. We have to uh, you know, have babies and families and children. And we have to build a house. We have to have cars, um, we have to have iPad, <laughs> we have to have iPhone, right? So, so many little and big and expectations we all have. Sometimes, you know, the, we accomplish very little, very few. Sometimes we are unhappy. If I have long life, I can do more. But we cannot see it, because this life is unpredictable. So I am talking now and talking about life and maybe tomorrow we will hear, Oh, Bhante Sujata passed away. So things will happen. So we cannot make a big plan and very solid plan. I am going to live a uh, hundred years. This is the way I am going to live. If I have long life, uh, if I am really sure I am going to live uh, 105 years or 200 years, I know how to make a better plan. Having fun and doing things, then in the last maybe 20 years I'm going to meditate and... Uh, <laughs> and the way I want to do, right, I can make a plan. But we don't know what is happening in this life, we don't know how to make big plans. Only thing we can do, we can do something wonderful right now in our life and joyful things without hurting to self and others. So in the Buddhist teaching, uh, there are two uh, big pillars. Uh, it's a, that's the ground base of the Buddhist teaching. One is compassion, other one is wisdom. Wisdom and compassion is the two main pillars of the Buddhist teaching. So whatever teaching happens around those two pillars, love, you know, the compassion and wisdom. We call the karuna and prajna. Can you say those two words? Karuna, that is compassion. Other one, prajna. That's the main two pillars. So when I start the Blue Lotus Temple, those are the two pillars I always considering and focus on. The compassion and wisdom. So in the beginning of the journey, uh, we didn't have many people. 
couple of people, five people, six people. Then we start to grow. Now you can see the temple and so many people. Even I don't know who they are now. <laughs> and in the beginning I know everybody. So uh, it was so joyful when I start this place with love, compassion and wisdom. That was a great experience. Still I have that experience in my mind, even the last minute, the day I die, still I have that joy in my mind, I'm really sure about it. So now I can see uh, so many people come to the temple, sometimes I feel bad, no need to feel bad, that's my nature. Uh, <laughs> I feel sometimes I don't know all the names of you, because I'm traveling a lot, uh, maybe uh, two times I come to the Saturday morning meditation because I'm other two weeks I'm somewhere else in the country. So then I miss all the new people who come to the temple. The first year when I do that, because I know each person, each person's name and the family and a little bit more information. So it's worked very well for the Blue Lotus. Why? I put my intention to each person who came to the temple. Now, I cannot do that. I want to do it, I cannot because of the time and how my life uh, goes. Um, so, in the beginning when I start this, I had so many uh, nervous experiences because I don't know people, I don't know the country, I don't know the culture. Now I don't have that kind of nervous experience because I'm very familiar with the people and your country. And how many people, I'm, I'm going to ask you now, when you come to the temple first time, how was your mind? You know, maybe this is a peaceful thing, you know, I'm going to meditate, but you don't know about monks, you don't know how we are doing things here, you are thinking about the dress code and how to talk, how to bow, and maybe there are so many rituals in the temple, you know, you don't know. How many people had the nervous and worrying before you come to the temple? Oh my God, everybody! <laughs> so how did you deal with that, that experience? Hmm? How did you deal with that experience? Do you like that experience? The nervous, worrying, sad, a little bit, I don't know. So when you come to the temple, Nobody welcome you, nobody smiling to you, nobody uh, guide you. How do you feel? How do you feel? Unwelcome. Hmm? Unwelcome, you don't, you don't <coughs> like it, right? So, part of our practice, now I know so many faces here, they are regular people. Part of our practice, when you come to the temple, we have to practice compassion. Compassion for who? for self and other people. When you practice that, it is not just for this cushion. If you limited your compassion to this cushion, then you are attaching to this cushion. So this is my cushion. So when you really practice in the temple, after three months, I just give you three months, right? After three months, you have to know everything about the temple, every procedure of the temple. If you see somebody new, you don't know the name, go to that person, say, Hi, how are you? My name is Mike. My name is David. You know, always you can introduce yourself and guide them. 
That is your practice. That is your practice. When you come to the temple and don't think, oh, they are strangers. I don't want to, you know, the deal with them. I come to home, find my peace and happiness. I close my eyes. I find my happiness. I go home. <laughs> that is not the Buddhist practice. So when you really practice compassion and wisdom, always you can see people are coming. So sometimes we don't have enough seat. If you are a regular person, come to the temple, look around, there is no seat, go and welcome that new person to your seat. You go and sit somewhere else. Right? That is the practice. If you cannot do that practice, there is no compassion. There is no compassion. I can remember, I share that story many times in the temple. First year when I do that, I didn't have monks, just by myself. Um, every day when I put the cushion, lay all the cushion in the basement, very cold, winter time especially. I don't like the winter, I'm very sorry for that. <laughs> I don't like the winter, but you know, I don't have many options, I have to deal with it. So then I go into that cold closet. Uh, in the basement, I had grabbed all the cushions out and lay all the cushions. I come like 8.30 in the morning. Then I had to lay all the cushions. Some days I feel, I don't want to do this. Oh, it's too cold and it's freezing my fingers, and, right? And then I do like this and stop for a while, then bring again. It's a big job for me that time. But every time when I feel I don't want to do it, then I am thinking, this is my practice. This is my practice. Not just go and sit on the cushion and talk to the people about the teaching or the Dhamma. That's not the practice. So what I'm really doing now, put each cushion, that is my love, that is my compassion, that is my wisdom I gain doing that. So every year, I can say maybe six years, I did by myself every day, Saturday and Monday night, and do this cushion thing. So I learned a lot. Just being practical, right? Being practical. So, I'm asking people who come to the temple, always interact with other people. When you interact with other people with love, you know, the compassion and wisdom, always be mindful what we are talking. What we are talking, you can talk about the temple, and you can talk about practice. You can share about your meditation experience with somebody. Or, you know, if you see somebody is totally new, he or she doesn't know what to do, then you can go to that person and say, this is the way I started. First time when I started, it was so nervous. Then monks, you know, the nuns, they explain to me and how to meditate. Maybe if you are uncomfortable, go and talk to them. If you have any question, please ask me. You know, always you can guide them to the where's the bathroom. So that is your meditation practice. If you want to call, that is Buddhist life. That is Buddhist life. So uh, once I remember somebody uh, asked, uh, you know, that person came to me and when we come to the temple, you know, like a regular basis, what are the rights for us? What kind of rights we have? Then I said, before you, you know, maybe that's a question that person had, you know, the, what are my rights? I said, before you talk about your rights, you have to think about your duties and responsibilities. That's the Buddhist way. Before we talk about the right, 
we have to talk about our duties and our responsibility. What I can do for the temple? What can I do for the people? You know, that is the practice. For when I was young, my teacher always um, trained me and taught me, don't talk about rights. No need to talk about rights. It will happen automatically. What you have to do, your duty, your job, and your responsibility. So when you practice, when you come to the temple, what is your responsibility? What is your duty? Your practice. So practice divided to so many different directions. You can sit and practice, but I don't call when you are sitting on the cushion or chair and doing it. That's not practice. I always telling that is your training. What is your practice? When you talk to somebody, when you're giving your cushion to somebody, uh, when you are guiding people to the temple, we are, you are sharing your experience with the people. That is your practice. I remember a nice story. Uh, one meditation center, uh, you know, every day, every evening, they have evening meditation, morning meditation. One evening meditation, um, you know, the bell ring, there was a person, he, he was so sick, you know, you know the, sitting in uh, his room. He cannot go to the evening meditation, he cannot get up. So he doesn't know what to do, he is on a retreat, and then in the evening bell, you know, the, you know now ringing, so he, he was thinking, I cannot go now. Then he heard somebody is walking by. Then he said, please, I need help, I need help. Then the person who is walking by, he stopped and asked, what do you want? Then the person who was sick, he said, I need some water. I want to have some warm water. I am so sick. Then right away that person said, I am very sorry, I don't have time. I am going to, I don't want to miss my loving kindness meditation practice. <laughs> <laughs> So the evening, 7 o'clock, you know, they are doing the sitting loving-kindness meditation practice. Then he said, I am very sorry, I don't have time for that, because I don't want to miss my loving-kindness meditation this evening. So think about it. That's a true story. It happened in London. So, you know, how people <laughs> understand about practice. So what I really want to see in the temple with your practice, so many compassionate people, so many wise people, so many smiling faces. If you don't know how to smile to each other, that's not good. You have to smile to each other, you don't know them. So there is a very, uh, the very famous Buddhist teacher, uh, he's a good author, Jack Cornfield. You heard about him, Jack Cornfield? He was a Buddhist monk so many years. Uh, now he's working uh, in uh, California and traveling around the country. He is the head of the Spirit Rock Meditation in uh, Orange County or California, somewhere. So, he, I was listening to his talk. He was in a nursing school. <coughs> the final test, he had the 20 um, questions to ask, you know, answer. So he was answering all the 19 questions. He was reading the last question, the professor asked, who is, what is the name of the cleaning woman in the school? What is the name of the cleaning woman of the school? He's thinking, I don't know about cleaning, who is the cleaning? You know, I, I have seen that lady is cleaning every day, but I don't know the name. He answered all the 19 questions, 
but he left that last 20th question blank. Then professor checked everything. Then he asked Jack Confield to come. If we don't know how to answer this last question, you are not good to be a nurse. Think about what is the job of the nurse or the doctor, medical professionals. They have to serve to the people. If you really going to be a good nurse, you have to learn all those things. Who is the cleaning person? Then right after that he left and talked to that lady who is cleaning. Her name was Dorothy. So think about it. That is the practice. That is the compassion. There is a compassion and wisdom at the same time. So the person who really practice, I call it, that's my version, maybe you have a different version, I call the Bodhisattva. Bodhisattva uh, the person who practice to become a Buddha. So when you come to this temple, always whatever action you are doing, everything go towards to become the Buddha. The person who practice that we call the Bodhisattva. In your culture we can say a saint. A saint. So you have to practice all those qualities. If you don't practice that, that is very difficult in this place. And also person who practice, always we have giving heart. It doesn't matter who they are. Always you have to learn how to give. You can give so many ways. You can give your heart, you can give your words, you can give some actions, you can give some good words, you can give your cushion, you can give your chair. You can give it so many ways. So the person who practice, he or she is very sensitive to the people and other things around, happening, what is happening around. And always ready to smile, ready to share your experience, ready to share whatever you have. There's a beautiful story. One young lady, uh, she's a college student. One day after the class, she was hungry. Then she went to the store and grabbed the bag of cookies. Then she was thinking, I go to the park and sitting and reading a book and I'm going to eat the cookies. Right? She went to the park and grabbed her book and reading. Then while she was reading, that was her plan, to eat the cookies and read the book. So first thing, he, she started to read the book. <coughs> now, during that time, she saw another old man walk by and sitting other side of the chair, you know, the bench. She doesn't like it and he's kind of dirty look and long hair, long beard and not clean clothes and she was looking at like, you know, I don't like you, right? But she doesn't want to say anything bad or negative and she totally ignored that person. There's no contact, no kindness, nothing. She felt kind of, oh, I don't want this person, I don't want this person. Then she turned her head and what she did, grab a cookie and eating now and reading the book. Then what he did, he grabbed the cookie too. <laughs> and he's eating. He's eating. Now she's angry, right? Oh, he's, you know, the, taking my cookies and eating. <laughs> then she didn't say anything. She grabbed another cookie and ate it. He grabbed another one. You know, he also eating a cookie. 
Now they both quiet and she's angry because he is eating my cookies. <laughs> now they both eating cookie back and forth. Now there's a last cookie. Right? Before she eats, what this old man did, grab half of the cookie and ate. Then she was thinking, even she, he ate my cookie, even he ate even the last one, even half. I don't like him. What he did, what she did, grab her bag and left. I don't like that old man. You know, he's dirty and you know he's not good. He ate all my cookies. Right? Now she went home and opened the bag and grabbed him. She found her cookies in the bag. What happened? She was eating his cookies. They had the same, you know, the cookie bag. She forget to, you know, to open her cookies and later she was thinking, I am eating my cookies, but she was eating his cookies. Think about his nature, kindness, compassion, even his dirty, you know, the bad looking. Even he left half of the cookie for her. That's love, that compassion. I want to see many people in the Blue Lotus Temple like that, sharing your love and compassion and wisdom to the people. That's what I learned. Yesterday somebody was talking to me, um, one of my good friends, so she asked, what is your vision when you are young? I know I had so many angry moments in my life, even during that time my mind always working. I am going to be a very compassionate person. That's what I want to practice. That's what Buddha said. How beautiful that feeling. So when you come to the temple, always focus on those two pillars. Right? What are the two pillars? Compassion, Karuna, Wisdom, Prajna. Compassion and Wisdom. Compassion and Wisdom. So I ask you to make friends. Talk to the people, smile. But I am asking it just for the temple. So there are some issues, you know, a couple of problems came. One person came to the temple, now I am asking, okay, talk. You know, I am always allowing to talk and share your experience. Then people make friendship, personal friendship. Then one person found a girlfriend. Being coming to the temple, then he was thinking, oh, that's good. I found a very spiritual girlfriend. I found her in the temple, Blue Lotus Temple. Then he called me and said, Bhante, I found a girlfriend from the temple. I said, great, how wonderful, that's good. I cannot say no, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I know what is coming. And so, then later, like a few months, or I think almost a year later, that person, called me and said, Bhante, I don't like to come to the temple. I asked, why? You are a good student. I don't like that lady. I don't like that girl. Because we broke up, I hate her, and now because of her, I don't come to the temple anymore. Then I asked him, I never asked you to find a girlfriend from the temple. <laughs> you did that, so you have to figure out. So, when you're talking to the people, smiling and sharing your experience, I'm not asking for those things. <laughs> <laughs> so when, after you go out from this door, 
you are totally responsible. <laughs> right? So you can share with me, oh, one day I found a girlfriend from the temple, I am very happy about it. No problem happened, don't bring it to me, oh, I am angry with that person. <laughs> So that's your personal life, you know. When I ask you to smile and share your experience with love and compassion, it means in the right way and better way to make your life better and peaceful experience, not a complicated life. This makes sense? Okay. So this morning you have to think, what is my expectation when I come to the temple? And also all of you, have to focus every day. I cannot smile to all the 40-50 people who come to the temple because when I smile to the one person, there's a 10 people walking by. <coughs> because I am not strong enough to do it now because we have big and larger community. Bhante Sumane is doing, Bhikkhuni Vimala is doing, that's your job too, and share your experience with the people. Okay, any questions? Any comments? Any comments? Any stories? Any girlfriend or boyfriend see? <laughs> Anything? If you have any uh, stories to share, that's wonderful.